Hey, Chris, it's Living Room 101. Hey, Tom, so it is. Yeah, it is. Episode 86. <laughs> oh, yeah, flying high. And I think we should probably get straight into it. What do you reckon? Uh, I'd love to, if you wouldn't mind, Tom. Yeah, let's do it. Who's going okay. first? Do you mind if it's me? Go for it. <laughs> okay, so being the cultured lad that I am, I've been yeah. going to a few exhibitions recently. <gasps> Things are opening okay. up. I'm like, I love an exhibition, me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've been to one at the British Museum, and I went to one at the Barbican. Very, yep. very cultured. But here's the thing that goes with a visit to a museum these days. Yeah, uh, It's been going on a bit. I think COVID's given it maybe a bit more impetus. Yeah. Is the museum knows that because you're coming to visit and you've booked a ticket, they're mm. allowed to email you. And you get for about... A week before you go, you mm-hmm. get a number of emails, at least three, and they start off saying, oh, nearly time for your visit to the museum. So mm. here's a few things you might want to know. We've got a cafe, we've got a shop, and your nearest transport is here. And then a couple mm. of days before it says, really, very close to your museum visit now, um, just to give you the few COVID measures, you know, mm. um, please wear a mask. And you're like, okay, cool, cool. And then the day before, it's like, really? You're coming tomorrow? Don't forget, mm. 11 o'clock tomorrow, you're coming mm. to Stonehenge exhibition. Here's what to expect. <laughs> you want a bit of background on it? Here's a video. Here's a curator's tour. Here's a few little things. You're like, okay, all right, I'm coming. I'm coming. Like, I'm not yeah. forgotten. You come. And then you go. You love it. You enjoy it. You're a bit overwhelmed. It's a bit too big, to be honest. You're mm. probably going to have to go back because halfway through, you suddenly thought, I can't, I can't actually take any more of this in. Mm. And you're like, yeah, okay, a, a 5,000-year-old incredible artifact that I don't, I can't take in now. So mm. um, I've had to skip through the end bit, if I'm being honest. Mm. The next day, did you enjoy your trip? Did you enjoy your trip mm. to the museum? Mm. How was it? Do you want to give us any feedback? Mm. Um, if you want to come again, do you mm. want to have a look in the shop again? Mm. Uh, and uh, it's too much. It's too, too much. much, Tom. Yeah. I, I just need, what I need is less neediness mm. from museums and galleries when I'm going to an exhibition. What I need is my booking reference, yeah. my e-ticket, yeah. And I'll allow one email with general info, transport, COVID guidelines. That's yeah. fine. I don't need three, four, five extra emails. Mm. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Um, it's come from COVID, for sure. Mm. Um, and have they? is it because they've employed new members of staff to sort of sort out all the COVID side of things? Maybe. And then now that COVID is sort of dissipating a little bit they're kind of going we haven't got much to do we've got yeah. to sort of justify our new remotely. role yeah. yeah and um is that it is that why it's happening it, it could be oh I, I wonder mm. if it is a bit of remote working like what can people do remotely that you know mm. you don't actually have to do or what can we to like take out of the museum itself so mm. we're not so worried about the staff in the museum telling people the covid guidelines when we could just email that yeah <laughs> Why yeah. not just have a Zoom with everyone? Why not just yeah. have a big group Zoom with everyone that's coming to the Stonehenge exhibition on Saturday? Yeah. Thursday night, 7 o'clock, we'll all log in for 10 minutes chat instead of, like, 14 <laughs> emails. Yeah. Maybe it's that. Yeah. Um, but it does – obviously, like, museums have had a very – like, everyone has, and all institutions mm. a very tough financial time, and they – want to make sure you really like enjoy the experience you maybe come mm. back 
yeah. maybe you'll think about donating if they really take care of you, you know. But mm. it, it, it's just, it's counterintuitive. They think yeah. they're covering all bases, but they're just being annoying. Yeah. I mean, I suppose um, the other reason is that they are trying to make sure that you will turn up because there's yeah. a kind of, um, <laughs> I was going to say cancel culture, but, you know, literally <laughs> canceling culture, isn't it, of people just going, ah, do you know what, I'm not going to go. Um because yeah. of COVID and pe- people have become very um, insecure about those, about bookings generally and about sort of appointments yeah. and doing things. Cause you, yeah. there's been so many things over the last two years that have just been canceled at the last minute. And yeah, and true. so it's become, and so I suppose, are they trying to just really make sure that you turn up? Is that another thing? It could be. Yeah. Maybe they know that you might already be anxious that those hand sanitizer machines are going to just douse your hand. <laughs> well, and you're worried, you're thinking you maybe you'll can- cancel. Do you want to, is there any sort of update you want to give, by the way, on those um, <laughs> those hand sanitizer machines? Um, well, Tate Britain, uh, oh, one, yeah. one of the other Tate museums, because um, we were talking about Tate Modern, or you were, saying that yeah, you went yeah, there yeah. And, and were doused and almost drenched and drowned in hand sanitizer yeah. and I and you sort didn't, of uh, you didn't really believe me did you I didn't put it in because I thought in a family context that's enough mm. uh, hand sanitizer for all of us and I was I was cool with that um take Britain on my own far too much god it was like it was so much <laughs> <laughs> and that was just one one or two days after we'd recorded wasn't it <laughs> it was yeah 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 but um yeah. Hey ho! Um, <laughs> there it goes. Just one thing as we're going yeah. forward: um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stonehenge exhibition mm. at the yeah, yeah. Uh, British Museum, was it? Yeah. So, um, did they have like artifacts from Stonehenge then? Yeah. Oh, oh there's all sorts of artifacts. It's it's they 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 call it the world of Stonehenge. So it's not all from Stonehenge, mm. but it's all like relating to that time. Like some of the yeah. stuffs from you know Germany and. Yeah, the the, the uh, European mainland, but yeah, it's all yeah. it's all yeah from around that time. A lot, a lot of beautiful axes. Woo-hoo. Nice, nice, lovely um, little ceremonial jade axe from three thousand. Oh, jade, BC, is it? Yes, oh, please. I love that. I love, I love yeah. that. But um, jade, it might not be if it was green. You know, <laughs> the um, can when we discuss this exhibition uh, going mm. forward, are we able yeah. just to drop the H off Stone Stonehenge? Um, okay. Like um, Spinal what, Tap, I really that? like that. Yeah. Okay, Stonehenge. Let's just, yeah, of course. Stonehenge. Let's just drop the H. And um, yeah. so this exhibition on Stonehenge, it's like it's got a jade axe. Did they bring yeah. any of the stones up at all from Stonehenge? Or no, just a- no. There's no Stonehenge stones as far as I could, as far as I can make out. They did have a reconstruction of. Hmm, that's right, Seahenge. Wow. Hello. Um, yeah, some, some old waves or whatever uncovered a sea henge, I think only about a hundred years ago or something. All right. Um, I think it's in, oh God, Norfolk. Yeah. And, um, yeah, obviously, you know, sea levels were different and there was a kind of, yeah, lots of wooden posts. Yeah. I mean, there's a load of henges around Stonehenge. There's like a couple of others. Yeah. There's a couple of other henges just, just, just nearby. (laughs) Well, Woodenge. Woodenge, I think was before Stonehenge. And that was near Stonehenge. Aye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. because often it's difficult to get to, into Stonehenge itself. So mm. if you want to, but if you want to go down there and see an Enge, yeah, then you yeah, can go yeah. to Woodenge, which is just just around the corner. Are all the druids hanging around there? 
Yeah, and sometimes it's chock a block with druids, isn't it? You can't move for druids. Oh, you can. You're like, you're like, what? What's all these druids doing here? And then you look at mm. your watch, and you're like, oh, it's bloody winter solstice. Well, it's the solstice, isn't it? That's and you, what's you're like, can, can, can. Mm. We've come here on winter winter solstice. Oh no! Couldn't you have chatted to some of your druid mates and and uh, found out about that? We've come to Stonehenge on the winter solstice. That's what's yeah, happening. which is in a way is lovely, but there's a chock a block mm. with druids. Yeah, parked. Well, they don't have cards, do they? Druids, cars. They mm. just, um, I think they just fly through the air on the wind. What druids? Um, mm. Druids have cars. Do they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. modern ones do. Uh, yeah, they're often old cars, though. Ironically. Oh really? Yeah. It's difficult to know whether a druid is a real druid or a ghost, isn't it? They're real because people. They're real people. They the look like ghosts. They can do, yeah, especially yeah. at night. Yeah. yeah. Um. Stonehenge was the site of the epic sick that Stan had in um, our car, just passing oh, yeah. through Stonehenge. And I was wondering whether it was due to the ley lines, but yeah. probably due to the off fish that he'd eaten oh, really? uh, earlier that maybe. day. Yeah, Possibly a combination of the two. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it was so bad that um, we had to, it was one of those ones where we had to stop the car, open all the doors... Hmm. and just clean down everything, including most of the interior of the car. <laughs> and uh, people were stopping by the car uh, to ask if they could help, if we were okay. Druids? Was, mm, they may have been. They weren't yeah. in the costumes, but they oh, were just, right. okay. you know, um, yeah. being very helpful. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, Did any was, of them sort of offer no. to douse for maybe some water for you? You know, for Stan, maybe some fresh spring water or anything. None of them, none of them doused. Or did they no. offer you any kind of maybe like sage bound together as some sort of poultice? Nah, just no, just a sort of generic offer of help. Okay, yeah. Okay. I particularly remember one um, woman who came past in a soft top car. She had the she had the lid down, the roof down, mm-hmm. and um, just very sort of like hearty, you know, a hearty kind mm-hmm. of. Oh, can I help at all? Are you okay? Mm, like mm, that, mm. and it was just nice. You know, it was a nice atmosphere yeah. of yeah. Ge- general help. It was because it was a horrible kind of situation to be in, mm. and um, but just those little hearty mm. um, offers of help just really got us through that. Would you say it was hail and hearty? I would say it was hail and hearty. Yeah, yeah, it sounds yeah. hail and hearty. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Um, um. <laughs> yeah. Did any was there any um, anything else kind of spiritual happen near near the end? Near the end, um, not really. No, because no. the weird thing about Stonehenge is that when you're going past it in the car, yeah, um, it's, there's often a massive traffic jam around that bit. So because everyone's um, rubbernecking, well, rubbernecking left, right, and centre, and then yeah. so you have to sort of do a weird horseshoe, um, and you go through this um, purpose. Good luck. Bit, uh, no, like on the road, it's oh, like right. a it's a kind of horseshoe that goes rather than going on the main road past the Enge, you have to sort of go <laughs> around the back of it. Um, go around the this, back of the Enge, yeah, through the yeah, through this. Um, it's a military base, basically. It's like one of those what a bit like Catrick <laughs> Garrison, um, sort of built, purpose built to be a military base, and um, it's very unspiritual. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, a spiritual, unspiritual, not sure which is the best, correct term, but, yeah. um, you know, purpose built, purpose built sort of military based town. 
<laughs> so do you have to like go yeah. through a checkpoint and they're like, can I help at all? And you're like, oh, sorry, I'm not a military man. Um, it's just I'm t- trying to avoid the traffic around the Eng. Would it be possible <laughs> to come through the barracks at all, please? No, uh, you don't have to do sergeant. that. No? No, you're just going to go through on the main road. But um, there are right. checkpoints, you know, left and right as you're going through. Um, so but it they doesn't, don't stop know. you? No, no, no. No, they don't stop you. And then it takes, but it takes the edge off the end. You know what I mean? It sort of takes the edge off the spirituality of the of the area. Um, yeah. yeah. And um, and then you know, obviously, if your son is then sick, yeah. um, projectile sick, um, and covering the whole of your car, then in a way, the edge is forever tainted. Yeah, because mm. whenever you drive past the edge now, mm. uh, whether or not you do the horseshoe. Uh, fly by um yeah. you're just gonna think of sick aren't you yeah, yeah yeah what about silbury hill was that tainted did you go past silbury has that got a um big stone on the top of it no i don't think so i think it's, it's just a big mound from what big I mound. maybe it's got a big stone on the top yeah i, I think we've been past it yeah i love yeah. those mounds i think they're brilliant oh me too yeah they're so, um, I mean, they must have taken ages to build. Do you know what I mean? Like getting all of that uh, earth, so long. you know, so without long. any big, big diggers and stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, the, the Stonehenge is absolutely crazy. They're like, they're like, this would have taken like a thousand people to get this from Wales. These big from stones. Wales, yeah. They're like deaths and injuries definitely happened. Yeah. You know, like this is big, big project. Yeah. Yeah. And also just like the countless generations that, that used it. They're like, you know, at least mm. 50 generations. I think it's more than that, 100 generations or something. It's not yeah. really countless, is it? Because that is quite countable. Yeah. Like I can definitely count to 50. Yeah, yeah. Um, possibly you can do that. even 100, yeah. yeah. So maybe not countless, but lots. Yeah. Yeah. So needy emails from museums, concerts, mm. Any yeah. kind of public event now? Could we maybe chop that down to maybe one email? Yeah, no, for sure. That's happening, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going in. Slam dunk. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Oh, lovely. Lovely stuff. Yeah. We're starting that's off. Um, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, positive. Positive, isn't it? Yeah. Positive vibe. Yeah. Yes. So what what you got for me? Well, I mean, weirdly, talking about... Um, museums and exhibitions yeah um i think we've sort of reached a singularity here because um i'm gonna put something in or try to get something in in yeah. the same vein um and it might be the talk all the talk of the Eng that has done this oh really um well you know it might be the Eng has maybe like summoned it yeah summoned yeah. it from your brain like i think the Eng might have had a say in all of this um that the ley lines might have come into play yeah. Uh, possibly Silbury Hill also. Yeah, yeah. Did, um, you, did you douse for what you're going to put in? Try and I put didn't in consciously you? douse, but no. I might have been dousing like, yeah. and not knowing about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, any, yeah. anything can happen around the edge, as we've discovered. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah we have. We have. So if, we start, if you start engaging with the edge, then anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what I'm going to try and put in, Chris, mm-hmm. is um, because – like you, I'm a culture vulture. Yeah. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, They've always yeah. said that about you, you know. Have they? They said, um, I said, oh, my friend Tom Collinson, mm. they say, oh, the culture vulture. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, 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 it, yeah. It's yeah. sort of, 
it sort of trips off as the next thing people say, isn't it? <laughs> it does. It's like, a, it does. It's yeah. like one of them uber cliches that you can't say one without the other, like, I no, changed exactly. my name by deed poll. <laughs> exactly. You, know, you can't say Tom I changed Collinson. my name. Oh, the culture vulture. It always comes with yeah. that as well. Always yeah. comes with O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, yeah, you're, you're a clear culture vulture. So it's, yeah. it's known far and wide, yeah. Okay. So what I've been doing is uh, I went to the Van Gogh portraits, self-portraits <laughs> exhibition <laughs> at the Dangerous. Courtauld. Dangerous. <laughs> Was what it? Did you, what did you call him? Edgy. No, no, no. What's he? Yeah, well, what's, what's his name? I'm going Van Gogh. Okay. Not yeah. Van Hoog. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we're going around this one again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you went to the Van Hoog uh, self-portraits. Listen, if we were having a normal conversation, how would you pronounce it? Come on. Van Gogh. Gogh. No, I'd say Van Gogh. After our conversation on the yeah. Room 101 where I claimed I said Van Gogh, and then I realized that was as stupid as anything <laughs> else that frankly wasn't Van Hoog, Yeah. no, uh, I think I've just gone back to Van Gogh now. Van Gogh, isn't it? It's Van Gogh. Yeah. yeah. For Brits, it's Van Gogh, which doesn't really make sense. No. But, but it is what it is. There's no sense in it, but, you know, we'll just go with it. Van Gogh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. I went along there, and he's he's painted himself a few times, yeah? Yeah, and, once or um, twice. Yeah, once or twice. Um, quite samey, actually, a lot of them. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, you know, heaven yeah. forfend. Um, but, yeah, quite samey. I could just imagine, actually, the guy I was with, I said, I said to him... Um, all I had playing in my head as I was going around was like um, Larry David just going, yeah, bit samey, <laughs> bit yeah. samey. No, yeah. I mean it was they were very, you know, beautiful, profoundly beautiful. Given, yeah, you know, given well the inherent beauty of the paintings themselves, but also the kind of cultural significance of of yeah. having them all together there. Some of which yeah. had never been together since he painted them you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's quite you know that was that's it's um significant anyway yeah. in there far too many people in there yeah. court old's not that big generally mm -hmm. the room mm -hmm. so it gets a bit crowded even though they had timed entry anyway um in there so there's like a lot of kind of you know it's not the national gallery so there's a lot of kind of you know you have to be aware of other people in the space do you know what i mean yeah and um and I know we've had a couple of these, these things, like you brought in the iPad, people taking photos with iPads and stuff mm, like that. Mm. So it's a bit of a cousin. But um, yeah. anyway, a couple of people in there, these basically these two blokes, um, yeah. took taking it upon themselves to plunk themselves in front of the portrait, not like maybe two feet away from them, mm. and just, you know, just ensconcing themselves, big guys as well, like, Ensconcing themselves there, mm -hmm. having a look at the portrait, having a gander at that, having mm -hmm. a read of the the blurb, um, taking ages just standing there. Mm. Ah, and like everyone mm. else in the you know the, the vast majority of people in the gallery, just being very aware of other people, especially in the COVID times. Mm. You know, just sort of taking oblique views at the portraits. You know, maybe getting a bit of a bit of time in front of them and then moving on very quickly and reading the blurb. Yeah. You know, yeah. and just being aware of other people wanting to yeah. see the portraits. These two guys, I mean, unbelievable behaviour. Mm. Like, like they sort of were they going from portrait to portrait, doing this in front of each one. Yes, and like yeah. settling themselves in front of it. You know, because because they, they knew they were going to be here for a while. Do you know what I mean? 
And like, and even like, no matter what pace or kind of variation of the direction that you went around this exhibition, they were still there in front of you. Yeah, they were always there. They were always there you in front you'd of got you. Away, Say right, I'm going have- to the. I'm going to the other side of the room and I'm going to go around the opposite way. Still there, blokey, <laughs> massive blokey in front of the portrait. Is there two of him? You know, yeah. Are, yeah. There, are there multiple versions of this guy getting in the way of these portraits? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't literally the same guy. Maybe it's just like a manifestation that happens to people in the, in the gallery that, oh, you know, they it was just, just get this thing. And it's just like the presence of a big, a big, you know, <laughs> relatively elderly bloke just there just like mm-hmm. oh i'm just enjoying you know enjoying my space you know and i get i bet he wasn't even reading that blurb he was just scared going look yeah i can I, he, he could mm-hmm. sense everyone else around him like going oh why, why are you standing in front of it i can't see mm-hmm. it you know i can't mm-hmm. see it and people waiting for him to move on i'm not I, he's, he's saying i'm not moving on i'm not moving on i've got my glasses off i'm i'm nibbling the end of of one of the you know the bits of the glass that goes over my ear i'm nibbling that i've got oh, my glasses yeah, yeah, back yeah. on I'm yeah, blurbing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. back to the portrait. I've got glasses blurb. I've got non-glasses blurb. I've got We're, looking at the portrait glasses, out glasses, yeah, all yeah, the variations. Were you getting God. that thing that often accompanies? Where it, it's normally those people talking, although occasionally it's people off to one side, but where one of them is giving another one a kind of art lecture on the <laughs> on the paintings occasionally that can actually be good if they really know what they're talking about and yeah. sometimes you feel like maybe you've got in on maybe one of the curators doing some kind of sponsored talk but normally it's not normally it's some blowhard just giving an opinion you know mm. um, no i mean quite a lot in the end actually yeah yeah like it says the stones came from wales and i've always blah 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 you're like yeah i know we've all just fucking read that on the yeah. On the blurb, you don't need to tell your wife that in such a loud voice. You know? Marjorie, exactly. it says they come from Wales. Yeah, she can. Marjorie can read. Marjorie's just been looking at the thing. I've seen her. Marjorie, um, they, they, often, often in the art gallery, though, it is my Marjorie. Did you see the wonderful use of yellow for the light coming through? He's hardly, hardly touched the canvas with the brush. Uh. You know. And why do people feel that they have to share those opinions? Because, like, whenever I go to a gallery, even when I'm with someone else, I find it a really sort of, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, private experience, really. And that like, you're yeah. just taking in the painting, and that like, you you're letting it kind of affect your brain, you know. Yeah. Um, especially with your impressionism and all that, where it's all about the impression the painting is making on you. It's not about the fact. It's not about the story necessarily. Yeah. You know, a lot of that classical stuff's about the story, isn't it? And like what was significant about this. And like, so you want some, maybe like a curator or whatever to give you those bits of detail. Yeah. 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 Impressionism, you know, van, you know, you don't want none of that stuff and you just want it. They kind of to affect you. You don't want none of that stuff. You don't want that. No, you want, you want just like, the fact that look, look at that one. Look at his painting. You say it's the same as that one, but look, it's all all the brush strokes are coming from his nose. They're not coming from like and like on that one, it's like a halo around his head. The brush strokes Ooh, so it's like yeah. different and all that. You don't you want you don't want some you know some bloke standing in front of it like going on. Anyway, there was no nobody was he wasn't doing that. Um, yeah. And I've got him. I've got one guy just in my mind's eye who's like 
the, 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 the culprit. There was another couple of guys around who were doing it the same. It was all guys. It wasn't women. It mm. was blokes. And, um, and I just thought, oh, and, and this, I think that this is this, excruciating. There's another thing, isn't there? And it's connected to what you're saying about it, like letting it like wash over you. It's anything that takes you out of that experience. Yes. Like, obviously, there's other, of course, there's other people and you're going to have to move. But if someone starts like annoying you and getting under your skin, it, yeah. it's a kind of, you know, spiral because then they start annoying you and taking you out of that. Yeah. Thing. It's, a, it's like yeah. when someone's eating too loudly in the cinema. It's like. Uh. It's like, I mean, it is anno- it's annoying, but what you're doing is you're removing me from the world of yes. this film that I'm trying to immerse yeah. myself. That's why I've yeah. come to the cinema. It's a big screen, yeah. it's loud noise. Yeah. I just want to live in that world for a while. Instead, yeah. I'm concentrating on you checking your Twitter on your bright phone. Like, you're taking yeah, me exactly, away. Yeah. Yeah. So so people, like, getting in your way, and, oh, so much of that. Like, oh, yeah. I'm actually trying to read this little panel here but you're leaning over so intently yeah. to look at this yeah. bronze age ring don't get me wrong like, i understand you want a closer look but you're leaning right over the panel yeah oh, i mean it's just um, excruciating and the guys the guy who's in front of that painting like there's so much of his body language is about him being in that space and excluding everybody else that that's what he yeah. is focusing on he's not in front of that painting trying to let it wash over him because he's so fidgety, he's so fidgety, he's settling himself, he's doing his little, you know, weight from foot to foot, he's kind of, you know, occasionally looking at his watch and like, oh, you have to be somewhere, you just, just <laughs> fuck off to what you need to be at then, and don't like annoy everyone in this space, you know, and he's like, and then he's sort of looking, he's doing his glasses on and off and he's going to the panel, he's going back to the thing, he's not, and like, the, the thing is like, Van Gogh, you know, troubled guy, as we know, Oh, and he's yeah, there yeah, yeah. in his self-portraits, you know, you know, exuding troubledness. He's, and it's just, it, to be honest, you're like, you're like Van Gogh. You're going, oh, I'm, you know, you're troubled, Van Gogh. I'm troubled by this guy. Yeah. And like, I bet Van yeah. Gogh himself is going, you know, matey, sling yeah. your hook. Other yeah. people need to look at me. You know, yeah. that's what Van Gogh's saying through the painting. Yeah. You know, that I one with his ear. these to be yeah. seen. Listen, yeah. Van Gogh had his ear cut off. Yeah. He cut yeah. his own ear off. Um, and there's a big theory that Gauguin cut his ear off with his sword, and Van Gogh Ooh. had to say, oh, it was me to, you know, stop Gauguin getting arrested for it. And, yeah. uh, you know, he's going through troubles. Do you know what I mean? Van Gogh's going through troubles, and we want to yeah. sort of just be in that space appreciating this man's short life who, who painted some incredible pictures um, yeah. and the irony and the tragedy of you know, the, the, the sort of cultural significance of it, like a hundred years later, you know, never being able to be experienced by going Van Gogh himself. There's some really painful, emotional things going on. And the last thing you want is some big guy just sitting in front of the painting, like going, Ooh, I've paid me money. Therefore I get the right to just stand here. Cause that's what it's about. Ultimately. Yeah. It's about, and I was thinking about it cause it's, a, you see this behavior in other circumstances when, it's like this transaction. It's like a, you know, you, I've paid my money. I'm kind of, you know, paying for the privilege of annoying other people. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like in restaurants, really, you know, where it's really expensive food and all that kind of stuff. People like, oh, kind of shitty, aren't they? And they think, well, no, because yeah. I've paid. It's all right because I've paid. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, paid yeah, yeah. for the right to be a twat. And it's like, as soon as that monetary thing comes in, yeah. people just think it gives them a license to be a twat. 
Um, and they wouldn't, you know, outside of that situation, they, they wouldn't behave like that. But they no, no, I've paid. It's fine because I've paid my money. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've paid my money, so it's fine. that money. Well, I mean, sometimes they haven't worked hard, but they have the money nonetheless, and they've paid it, and they go, right, that, I can do what I want now. You know, but it's Do you think it, if this podcast was not um, being done by British people, do you think this would even – be a factor because I do sometimes think is it just like what what you know what's agony about that as you're saying to me is just because I'm so British like the idea of anyone being uppity or twattish is just um makes me uncomfortable sort of little bit of boiling anger already starting that will (laughs) if pushed just explode to a point that I'll be embarrassed later on you know but like it's just not the British way is it you know. Well, I just don't know about that because aren't there a few other people in that space doing the same thing? And what are they thinking about Matey? Are they going like, oh, yeah, he's paid, so he's all right. He's like one of me. And, yeah, we get the right to do that, don't we? You oh, know what I mean? Surely not. Surely not. Well, there's loads of people who act like twats, isn't there, in Britain? <laughs> you know? And and so I think it's a, it's a certain strata, isn't it, or a certain type of person Um uh, which is a British thing, I think. I think it's quite mm. a British thing to sort of, you know, think, oh well, I've paid lots of money for this, so I'm going to have to, you know, I'm, I've got my rights, and I, I'm, I'm standing here, and I'm, I'm going to, well, I don't care if anyone can't see the painting, I'm going to stand here uh, for far too long, and mm. um, I'm going to look at the blurb, going to take my glasses off, look at the painting. Blah, blah, blah. I know you want to watch, I know you want to see this, I know you do, but this is my right because I pay my money. Um, my brother and my sister both definitely listen to this podcast and I can almost hear them listening and wanting to say, but mm. Christopher, you were the person that takes the longest to go round any exhibition. There's nothing you're wrong with taking time. For it. You yeah. can take time, but if you're like, thank you. But if you're like me and I hope you are, you, you have, you know, you, you wait for your turn in front of the picture. Then you take it, you take yeah. a, like a requisite amount of time. And sometimes like you go back to it and you think, right. Yeah. Oh, I want to, I didn't really see that one enough. I want to, and then, or you go back to it and you go, I want that feeling again of seeing that picture and like having it going into my brain and like washing over me. And you go back and you, yeah. Yeah. What's the next line? (laughs) Something believing. Yeah. Bad, wasn't it? That was a bad one. Something mm. believing on here. Yeah. But, but I presume um, you're not standing in front of it, aware that other people want to see it and not moving. <laughs> no, no. But I do. Within two feet I, of the picture. As I if like. I've, no, no. But no. I do like to take everything in. But I, I think I'm better now. It's just like, I'll just have to come back. I can't, I can't take all no, this. it's all right. But, Taking your time's all right. Well, I mean, I, I appreciate you saying that, and I think so, but the number of times I've been halfway through an exhibition and a member of my family has come back, you yeah. know, come back through the rooms and found me and said, oh, we knew you'd only be halfway through. We're all in the cafe. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. the kind of aggro I get. Well, it depends what mood you're in, doesn't it? Because sometimes your brain just can't take all of it in, the information, and... Um, and then other times you just get so immersed in it that you're like, I mean, oh, this is for me anyway. I get so immersed and I'm really engaged, but I'm not standing in front. I'm still aware of other people in the space. I'm not standing in front of mm. stuff for a ridiculous amount of time, taking up the frame as if, as if you're <laughs> the person framed by the picture. 
because you're so mm. close to it, taking up all the frame, and no one can even from the side see it, you know, because yeah, that's lovely. the bloody flappy trench coat's in the way this guy was wearing. A flappy um, trench coat? I had a flappy trench coat some on as well. Gum shoe. Hey, Is he some sort of gumshoe? What is a gumshoe? A private investigator. <laughs> no, he's just one of these guys, far too big, massive, big features, massive, big coat, just taking sure space. Privately investigating the paintings. <laughs> we hadn't. He didn't have a magnifying glass. No, okay, no. probably not then. No. Probably not. But it don't um, do you I mean do you think if you've seen this yourself like oh, I've people seen who are, you know premium paying it. a premium for things and they just kind of go right that gives me license to to behave like yes. a twat. Yes. Let's face it it happens in every single exhibition there's one of those people. Yeah. Um you know and you just you just take a ginnum don't you? And then they just as you say they just keep popping up. I mean I, I have a thing where I do find that quite often there'll be like a bit of a bottleneck and people will be yeah. queuing to see one thing and you think, well, okay, but mm. just beyond where all of you are is actually completely free. So I'll, I'll just skip round and go on to the next bit and think, well, I'll come back to that when people, mm. aren't, people aren't there. But even with that technique that I have of just like going to the thing that nobody's around – it, very often it just draws draws people with you and it's quite often at one of those twat people and then mm. they're just standing right next to you or they just walk mm. right in front so they can see the panel it, it happens every single exhibition yeah well and the worst thing that can happen which happened to me the uh was um he was in the cafe in front of no. me, in the bloody cafe. No, dithering over his choice of food. Oh my god! And he had, he went for a, I think he went for like a, a little little cake in the end, and mm. like it just taking loads of time. I was just, he, oh, it's this he guy. Was this probably guy. disappointed by that cake, you know, because he wasn't decisive, and now he'll just be thinking he should have chosen a different cake. Those people that just can't make decisions, like mm, not understanding. The, the, the point is actually not whether you make the right decision. The point is just mm. to make a decision mm. because honestly, then your life will just get better. Just make a decision. Yeah, but that's that's the worst. I mean, just, you know, you continued it, continued getting in the way. You know, oh. I have to expect to see him down the strand, you know, like on the way down the yeah. strand, not being able to get past him on the pavement or something. Oh, you'll go in your front door and he'll be in the hallway, you know. Yeah, just standing there. Yeah. In the hallway, yeah. you know, in front yeah. of the pram. I mean, it's really cramped in our hallway. Yeah, I know. We've got like a little well. You can only open yeah. the door. There's a scooter in there. There's Stan's <laughs> helmet. There's tiny little shoes that, I don't know, seem to be mating and making more. There's masses <laughs> of shoes in there. And Mel There's will like, be like, can you pass me Stan's shoes? You'll be like, I would. I'll be shouting from behind the bloke, <laughs> like going, yeah, 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 I would do, but this bloke's in the way. Like yeah. he's 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 in the hallway, like standing What's next to the. What's he doing in the hallway? He's, he's just, just got his glasses at the off. Coats. He's, looking he's looking at the coats, at the nibbling coat. nibbling the end of his glasses, <laughs> looking at the coats. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Ah. Oh. 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 He's in the house. I can't believe he's in the house. That's I a nightmare. Can't believe he's in my house. Yeah, but it feels um, like you know you do take that impression away f- with you, like because he's yeah. so in the way, you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, of course he's going in. Of course he's going in. Just a bit of awareness. But it's probably his whole life is like that, isn't it? Well, it is. I know. No, you've it got, is. You've got evidence mm. from the cafe. 
of a particular sector of society who just go into this kind of bubble of sort of, well, I've paid my, paid my, you know, paid this, paid that. And so I'm going to just, you know, behave like a twat. Um, and they don't really touch, you know, their feet don't touch the pavement, do they? They just sort of float around in that bubble. <laughs> and they're yeah. just not really, just annoying other people, you know, because they're in yeah. this stupid, massive bubble that sort of like gets in the way everywhere it goes. What what would you like to do? I mean, do you think it would it be useful to maybe set up some kind of really, really lovely commune in Provence, maybe on a vineyard, and they could just you could just gently suggest that maybe they should go and live there and just like drive around Provence and drink wine and sniff the lavender and stuff and then just kind of hope that they just all move there. No, but they'll just be getting in the way of everyone else who's like, you know, yeah, wanting to sniff yeah. the lavender and drink wine. They'll be the wine tasting, just taking like hours tasting the wine you know and then they'll be like in the field of the lavender yeah. there in his trench coat with his glasses off nibbling yeah sniffing the lavender and you think oh that's the bit of lavender i wanted to sniff yeah 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 slip sniff that bit of lavender yeah and he's I'm he's like, there oh, sniffing it for hours yeah he's rubbed his on it i'm not gonna sniff it now no i don't know i don't know where these people should be <laughs> you know where should you they know, be in fact talking of wine uh, I had a thing the other day, I think it was probably on Instagram, mm. where, you know, I'm often to be found. Obviously, you know, Living Room 101's big, big, big business on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm always looking on there. And I had a thing pop up with this woman who I've seen before. She seems really nice. Jancis Robinson, I think it was. Mm. Uh, she's, you know, she's a wine writer. And um, she was obviously advertising some kind of masterclass and it just started, you know, like, have you always kind of enjoyed wine, but wanted to know more about it? And I just mm. thought, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Mm. Like, like definitely not. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't want to know any more about wine. I don't really know anything about wine. What mm. I want to know is like, is it nice? Yeah. And uh, I don't know, it was quite like quite an enjoyable epiphany in some way. I just thought, yeah. thank you for asking the question. And the answer is no. No. I think I've got to the age now where I can just accept that I don't care about wine. Like, yeah. I, no, like I like wine. I do. I really like wine. Mm. Um, but I don't need to go any more in depth into wine. Yeah. I know what you mean I, by that. I mean, yeah. Stonehenge, I'd oh, like yeah, to know a little yeah. bit more about. You know what yeah. I mean? And this, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things I'd like to know a lot more about. And I love... Yeah. I love um, talking to people who are experts in something that I know nothing about. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And you just kind of get that. Because yeah. I love it, like rather than reading about it, I love, I love people talking about it and sort of, because you get like, you get the information, but you also sort of get their take on it, which just yeah. gives it, gives the information, the quality of a, f- a fine, full-bodied wine of like, <laughs> you know, because it's, it's, it's the, it's, it's the layered. Taste. It's the taste, but it's also like, the kind of context of it. Um, yeah. And so I love all that. But when I've talked to someone who knows a bit about wine, it's really dull, isn't it? It's really boring. It so you just dull. kind of think, I don't really need to know <laughs> this extra information. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure there's loads to know, but it's a bit like when I nearly ruined coffee for myself, you oh, know, yeah. when I, I, when I, um, I signed up to uh, get hmm. a, a, a coffee delivered, I don't know, every couple of weeks or summer. Oh, and uh, it would tell you about the bean. And yeah. I started getting into knowing about, like, 
I don't know, single origin coffee or something. What what a bean from here tastes like and that. And and quite quickly I realized that I I had to stop or I was never gonna be able to drink coffee again. And and <laughs> since then what I've realized is I like hot, strong coffee. Yeah. That is all I need to know. Mm. That's all I really want to know because I'm yeah. I'm just not interested in whether that one's a bit fruitier. This one's a bit I, I don't know, it 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 puts me off. At some yeah, point. and I think that's the. I mean, I was. I've often thought this about film critics, um, where mm. you know you have to watch so many films, and then you have to sort of write yeah. about them in a kind of intelligent and sort of culturally context way. Yeah, um, and I just think, oh, I just must take the enjoyment out of it. Yeah, of it watching t- the film totally must. Yeah, I think this about Mark Como. Like whenever I, I watch a film that. I, very often will be like, what did Como yeah. say about this? And look up on YouTube. And then I, part of my brain goes, what great job. I'd love that. It's just like watching films. And then I thought, and then yeah. I thought, no, it'd be absolutely awful. Imagine if that yeah. was your working day. Yeah. That like you got up, you watched a film in the morning and then you watched another film in the afternoon. Mm. Maybe, I don't know, maybe you watch another one in the, in the evening. I watched two in there. It'd be awful. Too many awful. cakes. Too far too many cakes. Yeah. But you're a you're a Mark Kermode man, are you? <laughs> um, I you're not a Mark Kermode man. Oh, I see what you mean. Uh, I would say Kermode. I've no idea if that's right. What you say, Kermode? Yeah, that sounds a bit too much like commode to me, as in a kind of a, a toilet that you can um, yeah move around. Mm. I mean, I don't, I'm not saying it's wrong, but it just makes mm. me think of a commode. Kermode the Frog. Um, Mark Kermode the Frog. Well, I just Kermode is like Kermit a bit, isn't it? Um, yeah. Where you put the put the but emphasis on Ker. He's not entirely unlike a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's just I'm more of a Mark Kermode man. Okay, Mark Kermode. Mm. Mark Kermode. Yeah, I can see that. I, I, mm. I, I can try that. I can mm. try it. I'll try. I'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. See what yeah. happens. Um, okay. Well, we 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 put that in, didn't we? We 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 got him in. That's great. Yeah. Ho- yeah hopefully that won't happen again. I can rec- <laughs> recommend that exhibition. Um, it's very uh, oversubscribed. Um, I am desperate to go. At which I'm now going to completely contradict by saying I'd completely forgotten about it. But when I heard yeah. about it, I thought I really want to see that. And now yeah. you've spoken about it. Oh, I really want to see it. Um, oh, I can't wait. But you have to book it. So you're probably going to get all those emails because I got loads of emails from them yeah. about the visit and that. <sighs> yeah. It's fine. To- I can find my way to a museum. And I know, <laughs> honestly, I know now that I should wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. Everyone yeah. knows. I tell you what, in that email, they should have like big letters, capitals. Don't spend an inordinate amount of time in front of the paintings, not allowing anyone else to look at them. Especially if you've got a big fat head. Yeah, your big fat head and a massive nose and glasses that you've got on and off, and yeah, massive and flappy trench glasses, coat. Don't bite the ends. Ugh. Well, bite the ends if you'd like, not in front of the picture. <laughs> you know. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Listen, it's it gone. won't happen again. They don't need to put that in their emails, which they won't even be able to send anyway. It's gone. Hooray. Hooray. Yeah. Oh, that was another good one, wasn't it? That's another one That's where good. they just yeah. went in. The judges weren't too cantankerous. 
No. Pretty much on the same page. It was just a pleasant day at court. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, and one little tip. If you can't get into the... then um, If you go down the gift shop, yeah, they've got all the postcards of it, um, and one of those... You know, concertina ones that comes out with all the oh, kind yeah. of self portraits on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. So you don't even need to go to the exhibition. Really. You just go to the gift shop. Well, at least you might know, like, you know, what's in the exhibition. Yeah. Um, Maybe you could have bought one of those, gone back up to the exhibition and given it to Fathead and just said, listen, just stand in front of this in a corner and then or, everyone else will be able to see the paintings. Yeah. Or I could have got the concertina one yeah. and just gone right next to his head like that and then just. You know, razzed it onto the side of his head, so it kind of concertinaed <laughs> out yeah. onto the side of his head, and he might have got really intimidated and just left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. twizzled mm. it right next to his napper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I didn't do that though. No, that's good. Did you buy some of the postcards though? No, you didn't. You could have put them up around the house as your own little exhibition. Yeah, um, maybe next time. Maybe next time. Yeah, yeah. bit samey. <laughs> <laughs> No. Do you know what I like to do with those postcards? I like to buy a few of them. And do you know why? Well, partly it's because I like to have a little art gallery in my own house for myself. But Uh. it's also because what I think I'm going to do is if I'm ever invited to someone's house, I think I'll send them one of these postcards. Just a little thanks for having me postcard. I love that. Yeah. Do you know how many times I've done that? How many? One time. (laughs) Uh, But it went down very well. Yeah, you know, and made me seem really, really cultured and grateful. But yeah, um, yeah I've done it once. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Anyway, Chris, um, I feel a lot better. Yeah. For that to have gone in. Yeah, um, I do actually. I feel quite. I feel yeah. quite good about that. So our museum slash gallery visits are going to be brilliant now, aren't they? They're going to be really good. Yeah, Cobb, going for- be, you're going to be even more of a culture vulture than you were before. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you're going to be a culture vulture that's really found a really good, like, dead wildebeest, and you're just going to be gulping down that food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris, that's all we've got time for. And so we're going to wrap it up there, if that's cool. Yeah, it's cool, bro. Is that all right? Yeah. Excellent. All right. I, for one, am going to say goodbye. Okay, Tom, and I am going to say goodbye. Oh, Tom. <laughs> oh, nice. Felicity's back. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, Felicity would never stand in front of a painting for too long never, a time. Never, never. Felicity no. would be decorum incarnate. Although those glasses were often off, on, but they were never nibbled. They were just on the top of her head, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah, holding her hair back. Yeah.